0: Welcome to Academically Speaking. This podcast is designed to provide our listeners with an opportunity to engage with subjects and topics related to student academic success. How we think and what we do is important to how we become citizens of this country and of the world. I am Dr. Theodora Regina Berry, and joining me today is Kenan Atkinson. Kenan is a graduate of the College of Undergraduate Studies Interdisciplinary Studies Program and is currently serving as Sonny's Barbecue's Chief Kindness Officer. Welcome, Kenan, to Academically Speaking.
1: Yes, thank you so much for having me. Glad to be here. Thank you for
0: joining us. And so as we begin our discussion, my first question for you today is, why did you select Interdisciplinary Studies as a major?
1: Well, funny story, I actually had five different majors before then. Um, I have so many interests in life and so many fields of study that I absolutely love. And I had kind of every semester started a new venture, and I was collecting all these credits and all these classes. And so um, I kind of um, focused more on people studies psychology, sociology, um, even education, uh, hospitality, and what kind of brought it all together was marketing and business, and I have an experience in operations of restaurants, and so I was like, why don't I just not waste all of these credits and put them all together, and luckily through interdisciplinary studies, I was able to come out with a lot of um, minors and use those studies uh, for a purpose, and so especially coming out at the great crash of 2008, um, all of a sudden I looked um, very marketable because I had so many areas of studies.
0: Excellent. So tell us about your first job after graduation. What was that? And, And give us some details around some of the things you were doing.
1: So interesting enough, my first and only job outside of the restaurants um, I, coming out of college, um, I went into a venture capitalism. Uh, there was a firm that was, was in Winter Park and um, I was about a month out of college and I got recruited and uh, it was incredible. I managed uh, about a $10 million portfolio uh, and then the economy hit and one of our biggest crashes and that portfolio dried up really quick. And for a while, venture capitalism kind of took a back seat. Um, but ultimately, I got the job because of interdisciplinary studies and what I had in all the different areas and, and specifically marketing and business. And um, I had a great time learning that whole, that whole field. Um, but shortly after that, I returned back to the restaurants.
0: That sounds fascinating. And and as you talk a little bit about uh, going back to the restaurant uh, industry, um, describe to us your role as the senior director of catering for iServe and and, and iServe barbecue, which I believe is a franchise of Sunny's Barbecue. Talk about, tell us what your typical day looks like. Talk about that and and who you engage with and, and the things that you do. Yes. So,
1: Senior Director of uh, Catering is a day-to-day role for me. Um, It is, we are a franchise group, you are correct. Um, We are uh, 92 stores, uh, but of my franchise group, I have 27 stores, soon to be 28 next month. Um, All those 28 stores, I run catering. Um, But to kind of take a step back, when I came to Sunny's, I worked for corporate. And I helped develop the catering program for the entire system. Then we branched off into this franchise group and I took my whole team and we um, managed pretty much Central Florida all the way up into Georgia. So my big markets are Central Florida, Jacksonville, Gainesville, Ocala, and then up three stores into Georgia. Um, We build sales, we um, execute catering anywhere from um, pickups, deliveries, and set and serves, which we go and do the full service from start to finish. Um, hold, hold our clients' hands and help them and uh, become friends with them, uh, basically your party planner. And then we also have a call center. So we route my 27 stores through one call center uh, with my team, and we manage all of that and then route those orders into operations for each of the locations. Our day-to-day is basically um, never the same. Every single day is completely different. It's very hard to plan in the catering world. Um, But we have incredible teams. I have some of the best stores in the franchise and some of the best management teams and team members. So I'm very blessed and very lucky to have a great group of people that work for me.
0: So at the start of this uh, conversation, I introduced you as Sunny Barbecue's Chief Kindness Officer. Um, What are your responsibilities in this role?
1: Okay, Cko. That is, that is the word. That's the, that's the the initials there. So Chief Kindness Officer, we started, this is actually pre-pandemic, um, not knowing what was about to happen in the world. Uh, we have been, really, since we started rebranding about 10 years ago, we have always had this conversation of we're so community-driven. We're involved in the community. Um, we started a uh, Random Acts of Barbecue to reward Random Acts of Kindness for our first responders, our teachers, our nurses. Uh, we even started a student edition of Random Acts of Barbecue. Um, then we took it to the next level and we're like, okay, how do we um, get more involved in the community? Because we do a lot behind the scenes, but nobody knows about it. And we're not here for the recognition, but people, if they have a need or they need something, they should know to come to us. And so we started promoting what we're doing and all of a sudden it was overwhelming that there was a need specifically here in central florida and um we started toying around this idea of cue the kindness cue the kindness initiatives let's talk about it let's get this energy going let's let's let one act spiral into million other acts you know no act is too big or too small and so that kind of led to the conversation. Our 2020 vision was we have to come out the gates fully, you know, representing kind on our chest and saying, this is who we are. This is what we're all about and who we've always been. And so we started to search for a CKO. We took internal nominations. Um, I was helping corporate with really trying to structureize what that was going to be um, and what what kind of traits we were looking for never, ever expecting that it would be me. (laughs) So um, ultimately, um, COVID happened, we kind of put a pin in it, we had already taken our nominations, but we finally unveiled um, who the CKO was on a video feed. And all of a sudden, I was there to be a part of it. And then here, lo and behold, here I am, and I was the CKO. So in that role, um, we really just, my role is to use Q to Kind initiatives, um, kindness initiatives to really talk about what we're doing, internal, external community, and um, really represent what Sunny's Barbecue is all about and really what um, Sunny Tillman and Lucille were always about, giving back to the community.
0: Thank you. So, you know, a couple of days ago, I, I, I was watching an episode of a Netflix series um, entitled Live to Lead. And one of the episodes features uh, New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern. And she talks a little bit about this notion of leading with kindness and empathy and making that central to her work because um, she felt as though that when you lead with those two things in mind, um, it really transforms communities. So in, in thinking about that um, and your engagement with communities as the chief kindness officer, um, is there a particular event or, or a moment that really touched you in this role? There's so many.
1: Uh, I mean, I've been the CKO now for three years and um, through some of the hardest times that we've experienced um, as a collective. Uh, and really the conversation, which was so great. And again, it wasn't as a result of, um, COVID or um, anything that happened, it was more or less, okay, let's let's jump in and let's really dive in and let's support anyone that needs it, anyone that needs the help, and so that kind of stuff. So one of the most rewarding times was um, it was after, you know, we everything was on lockdown, everyone was being, you know, in their homes, except for our first responders, all the people on the front lines, all the people that had to keep things going. And so one of my favorite times was we got to partner with Orlando Health and go in and feed the hospital. And we fed thousands of people. Um, We had, I had gotten plexiglass and we had all these protocols in place to box meals up and hand them to executive team and then hand them to others so we were just safe. Um, But it was really rewarding um, personally and for my whole team to see all these people that had bruised faces from the masks and had been in the trenches and had been experiencing these times that we were just seeing on TV um, to be able to just thank them, even if for just for a day, for a moment, just like you are seen, you are acknowledged you, we appreciate the work that you're doing. That's what it really was all about. And that was one of my most impactful moments ever. Um, and then I had one other one that I just got to talk about. I We have a student edition of Random Acts Barbecue. And I get to meet some, some of these kids are more impressive than any of us could ever be. And um, I met this one girl in fourth grade um, and she had in her life since she was like in kindergarten had kept going to her parents and saying, I want to send care packages to the military. I want to go help the homeless. I want to help other kids less fortunate than myself. And she had been doing this for years. Um, We heard of a story where she had met a homeless man um, here in Orlando, and befriended him. Found out that he and he had relocated here for whatever reason, um, and his family was in the Carolinas. And she asked her mom if she could drive him home for the holidays. And wow. they got the car, and they took him home. He visited with his family, and they brought him back. And to this day, anytime I talk about it, I get very emotional um, because that's that's a you know a fourth grader that isn't being prompted to do anything. There is no uh, reaction to what you're doing other than you you seriously embody that spirit of kindness. And that personally um, also resonates. And I tell that story all the time because she was just absolutely incredible. And the best thing is when you find someone that does not want to be recognized, they are very shy. They do not want it. They're very nervous. Um, and she was, poor thing, was terrified, but she came out of her shell and She was an incredible individual.
0: That is an incredible story. And uh, it would be interesting to see where she is now and and the kinds of things that she's doing um, in relationship to supporting community. Um, And clearly your efforts in supporting community have been recognized. um, And we're proud to have you as a graduate of the College of Undergraduate Studies. Um, So and we think about this notion of community and giving back, Um, How do do you believe that this notion of giving back has influenced your professional success? Well, interestingly enough,
1: I always wanted to give back. Um, My family, we came from very little. Um, We struggled, um, but we always had love as a foundation, um, and we were richer than most. And so for us, um, we always found ways to give back to others that were even less fortunate. And so I always look for a company that really gave the ability to get involved in that way. And Sunny's was that. They they backed um, financially, they backed with you know, the importance of volunteerism, they backed with the importance of everything um, of, of just really get involved in the community. And so professionally, um, it has, I have grown in the past five years more than people grow in their whole profession. Um, because of the experiences I have had, the things that I have seen, um, the things I've seen other people overcome, um, it makes me realize that sometimes you don't, you should never focus on your weaknesses and just focus on your strengths and help people to see that in themselves as well. Because if you, if you put too much time on your weaknesses or the things that you don't have or the things that you can't do, you won't move forward. And so when trying to help other people to um, do the same or other organizations, it's really aided in my journey. Um, and a lot of it, too, is um, my connections with UCF and the undergraduate pro- program, you know, and alumni. I, I've The people that I've met from, you know, all years, um, we've really come together and get involved in the community. And we kind of, kind of make each other step it up. You know, we kind of challenge each other to do more. So it's really incredible. And, you know, just being, having the ability and having a company that backs you, that wants you to be kind and wants you to get out there and doesn't matter, you know, what the barriers are that can really, um, as a leader, um, shape you and, and professional world, it really makes you, takes you to the next level.
0: Thank you. So when we think about, all the things that you've taken with you and um, from your own family as an undergrad coming to college and then moving from college to professional career. Um, talk to me a little bit about how you believe your major has prepared you for your career.
1: Well, again, my major is very diverse. Um, I. Grew up in the restaurants since I was 13. I started working, Um, worked myself. I paid for um, a part of uh, my education through that. Um, Everything I grew through was through operations. Then I came to school to get the education and the understanding of what it is about those operations that's so important, so vital. Um, Found marketing, found the people side of sociology and psychology. All of these things, it just really opened my mind up to not being so tunnel vision and um, you don't always have to have just one thing you're passionate about. You can be passionate about all things. Um, A lot of people like to say a jack of all trades, you know, that whole saying, Um, not great at, you know, one Um, I think that is a very old school thought. I think you can be very diverse in your education. Uh, You can be very diverse in um, how you present yourself. And um, I think that, honestly, the the route that I ended up going at UCF is what helped me through my entire professional career and navigate through all the different economic times that we have had. Um, Ultimately, I found myself back at the restaurants. (laughs) but that's where my love is. And now I get, t- I get to bring my people skills from my education. I get to bring my marketing from my education. I get to bring, I was one of the first classes at the Rosen campus and bring that education into it. Um, it just shapes everything and really um, has helped me the entire way, my entire journey and my
0: professional career. So it sounds like you've learned a lot in during your college uh, career tell me the best advice you ever received inside or outside of college.
1: Uh, I'm going to go back to strengths and weaknesses. And the best thing that I ever learned and advice I ever received was do not focus on your weaknesses, focus on your strengths, hone in on your skills, and you will be just fine. And the other will fix itself or you won't need it. It will be something that you don't, you know, continue on in your career. And you you, you learn to um, find career paths that are really excel at your strengths. So definitely best advice. Don't worry about your weaknesses. Hold on to your strengths. Work with what God gave you.
0: <laughs> Sounds like great advice. So now you had the opportunity to talk to your 20-year-old self, right? So you're sitting in one chair and you're looking at your 20-year-old self What advice would you give to your 20-year-old self?
1: Uh, I would say to my 20-year-old self, let me see, 20 years old at that time. Yeah, I was having fun. (laughs) I would say maybe focus a little bit more, but honestly, don't worry about what place you're in um, at this time. You don't have to have all the answers, no matter what you tell yourself, Um, no matter how many people ask what you're going to do after college or what you're going to do in life you don't have to have those answers. I know so many people that didn't find their love or passion or their career until their 50s, 60s, or even after they retired. So uh, I think it's a journey. um, And I would tell myself to enjoy the journey. Have a great time. Meet as many people as you can. And um, yeah, just appreciate every moment that you have.
0: That sounds like great advice. So now I'm going to take you slightly off track here because... One of the things that we know to be important that we value in the College of Undergraduate Studies is that uh, we have a balance in our life, right? So outside of work, what do you like to do?
1: Oh, uh, anything and everything. Um, very adventure-seeking, thrill-seeking. Um, I love skydiving, love um, exhilarating things, Um I will try everything once, maybe twice, um, and love to travel. Um, It really, I work to enjoy life, and I'm lucky enough to be one of those that enjoys their work. So I'm living at work, and I'm living outside of work, and having that nice, happy balance.
0: And and I have to tell you, I, I am a traveler myself. I love to travel. So talk to me about one of the most interesting places you've been to visit.
1: Iceland. Hands down is the best place I've been on earth. I have been very lucky to travel. Um, once I got into adulthood, that was very important to me because we never got to travel. Um, so I worked to just go and backpack across Europe. I lived there for a couple of years. Um, I had stayed with friends and all over the States. Um, I've been to a lot more places than people, you know, have the ability to go or privilege to go. Um, but Ultimately, Iceland offers you everything. Um, The whole world has in one island. You can see cliffs meeting the ocean. You know, aspects of Big Sur in California are there. Aspects of the Black Sand Beach from volcanic areas are there. Then you're in, you know, a farmland and then you're up and it's just so remote and so untouched. Um, It is by far one of the greatest places I've ever been and pretty affordable to get there. A little bit more expensive when you're there, but... Um, it's pretty, it's, it's one of the most beautiful breathtaking places I've ever been. And pretty much where anytime you see a movie that seems to be filmed on another planet or another
0: universe, it's filmed in Iceland. Iceland. <laughs> that sounds fascinating. So I'll have to add Iceland to my list Please. of places to visit. Um, you
1: got to do the whole thing.
0: Got to do and the whole thing.
1: Also, I got to go back because, um, I've heard that you can do the winter time and sleep, they call it like, I want to say it's like a a thousand stars or a million stars and you sleep in a dome, clear tent and you get to sleep under the stars, but it's like wow, very remote and very cold. (laughs) So that might be a little bit later,
0: but definitely go
1: put it on your, put it on your map.
0: Put it on my list. Okay. I will put it on my list. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we will recommend to our students in the College of Undergraduate Studies to put it on their list. Yes. Um, And so, Keenan, before we close out uh, this conversation for this afternoon, um, I'm interested to know uh, what advice that you would give to our students in the College of Undergraduate Studies. Um, If you had an opportunity to sit in a room full of our students and share your insights with them, what would they be?
1: experience experience everything um sometimes uh we i've had friends family people i know that rush they gotta they have a plan they're on the plan they've got to get through college to get onto the next thing and sometimes you just have to live in those moments um college isn't everyone's best years but for most it is some of your best years And during that time, you also have to experience the world around you, not just what's in front of you in the books. You have to get experience. You have to go out there and volunteer, you know, have your own kind of initiative to get involved, Um, build your portfolio, you know, have every semester, have something else, jump on a board, jump, you know, become involved in your current community, which is UCF, um, or in the community outside Uh, Because that's what, for employers, that's what we look for, is somebody that has really taken their time to become a fully evolved person that isn't just driven, yes, that is important, but that takes the time to also appreciate and get involved. So definitely build your portfolio, (laughs) build your experiences, do it all. Sounds
0: like excellent, excellent advice. Kennen is the senior director for catering for iServe Barbecue, which is a Sunny's Barbecue franchise, and chief kindness officer for Sunny's Barbecue. He, uh, this past fall, received the College of Undergraduate Studies Distinguished Alumni Award in recognition of his commitment to UCF. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. We sincerely appreciate your words of wisdom, and thanks to our audience for joining us for academically speaking. I am Dr. Theodora Regina Berry, vice Provost and Dean for the College of Undergraduate Studies. Have a great day.